Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You are here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, baby! (laughs) It's 2023. We are feeling new. We are feeling refreshed. We are feeling good. So refreshed. So So good. So good. (laughs) Did you have a good New Year's Eve? How was it? It was good. So I... uh, well, it's to update. I went to High Jinx, which is a two-day show in Philadelphia. And honestly, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. I once again went in, like, not only knowing, like, one person I was staying with, um, his girlfriend, and two guys that he had met. So in these situations, I honestly am pretty worrisome just because, like, obviously I'm a lady and staying with men I don't know in close sleeping quarters, even though they may be great people, it makes me a little nervous, you know? Oh, yeah. So I went in just, like, I don't know, kind of like not knowing what to expect, but I I like to just like, I guess, give a little bit of the benefit of the doubt and just read the vibes. And if I felt uncomfortable, there were like extra hotel rooms that I could take to be by myself. So that made me feel at ease. Mm-hmm. I went in. Ah, amazing people. All of them. They were great. Oh, my God. We clicked right away. Like 15 minutes in, we were chit chatting about like our childhoods, you know, like. Oh, it's we just love like, that. We, we love that. We love that. Um, And everybody has been like in the little rave scene for a minute. I met so many DJs and like people involved like in the community, like photographers and blah, 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 that I was like, oh, my God, how did I end up here? <laughs> Fucking the universe, baby. Right? The vibes, amazing. It was, like, basically old bass music. So it was, like, Wook City. Like, every, like, and what a Wook essentially is, it's, like, I don't know how to explain. It was, like, people that like bass music, that, like, rhythm, I would say is, like, a lifestyle. Like, they usually (laughs) look like, like, when you think of a Wook, it's, like, you feel like a forest people. You know? Like, that's what they look like. Like, for reals. So, yeah, those were the vibes. Very fun. Like, tie-dye, you know. Got a little too fucked up the first day. Got a little too fucked up. Uh, I got a little ahead of myself. That usually doesn't happen to me. Uh, that's very rare. Uh, <laughs> but maybe I was anxious because I didn't know people. I don't know. But yeah, second day, I definitely rallied. And I had a great experience. Now, I did realize something. What I did realize was that I am way more of like an underground rave rat than I think I am in my head. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm way more EDM than I think I am EDM. And then I also did realize that I moved to the East Coast when my like, most of the shows are in the West Coast, right? So I came into the East Coast thinking I'm, I'm gonna be Carrie. I'm gonna be Carrie from Sex in the City, but Carrie from Sex in the City would not be driving up to a sketchy ass house behind some warehouses by the interstate in Philly. Like when I tell you, I I experience, I don't know if you've ever had that moment when you're a teenager where you're like, oh, I could die tonight. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like this would be a unfortunately. This makes sense for me. But like it's kind of fun because you don't like care about your well-being that much when you're a teenager. So I had that moment, but like I'm 26 years old, right? So I was like, oh, uh, this this could be fun. This could be fun. I don't know what I'm getting into. I'm behind some sketchy warehouses in Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah, it was it was just that. It was exactly like that. It was like this little dubstep party in this warehouse that was just like completely took me back to 10 years ago when I didn't care about my well-being. The DJ at one point was bleeding from his head. I don't really know what was, what was going on. Like I, the like if that's you intense. think of a movie scene, that's what it was. And that's when I realized Carrie could never. <laughs> 
And, um, you know, it came to the realization that maybe I have been hiding from the truth, that I will never fit that model because that's not who I am. So I have decided to instead just lean in a little bit to like uh, the rave culture EDM community just a little more, you know. Okay. Yeah. I think that's that's where I'm supposed to be. Life seems to keep heading me that direction. And I seem to keep like meeting great people in that community. So like, I might as well just like, see where that takes me. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, I was also kind of a lover girl with this one dude I met. And oh my god. Okay, so here's the thing about like, I go to festivals. I may find you really cute. We'll have a great night together. That doesn't mean we're going to be together forever. Also, you live in a different state. So mm-hmm. it's whatever. Uh, the next day, we all say goodbye to each other, me in front of all my friends, and this man tries to kiss me goodbye. And, oh my god, it was so awkward. <laughs> oh, he better, he misread the vibes. I was like, oh, I was literally like, fuck. <laughs> that's fucking. Were your friends like, oh my god, what is he doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> So it wasn't just you, it was your friends. It was everyone was like, oh my God. Everybody. It was a part of everybody. And I was like, oh my God, he lost his goddamn mind. Like, I, <laughs> he doesn't know who I am. <laughs> I've misled him. <laughs> this is a one night romance type of thing. <laughs> Bitch, this is for the fucking, it's this time and place. Yes, yeah, so that was good. <laughs> But uh, overall, great time. Uh, rallied of a lifetime because I accidentally, well, not accidentally. I knew I was going to go on a bit of a bender for three days leading up to New Year's. I can tell uh, my my whole life hurts. My whole life hurts. Um, I did go to a bathhouse, New Year's Day, Ooh. Russian bathhouse. Amazing. Amazing vibes with the Russian men just kicking it in the saunas, getting whacked by some leaves. I was with it. I love a cultural experience. Oh, that, I love that. It's immersive. We try new things. In South Brooklyn, like, who am I, bro? You know, I had a who am I moment. So I had a little bit uh, non-traditional New Year's Eve. So I went to Zumba. Ooh, okay. I'm a Zumba girl. I love Zumba, okay? <laughs> and the thing about Zumba is everyone in there is older than me by 50 years. Okay, like I'm literally yeah. not joking. Like they're elderly. And I love it because I'm telling you, some of these women who are in their 70s are getting it. And like, if you've never done Zumba before, like they have some like repeating movements and stuff where once you get going and you're in there for a long time, like you're about it. Like at one point, the 70 year old woman took over for the instructor. It was fucking fantastic. It was such good vibes. And this is just, like, one of my many things that I'm just fucking having fun and doing. So that was really fun. But then I also, I ran a personal record for running. I'm not going to say in my life because I did cross country, but definitely in my adult life, I ran the fastest five miles I've ever ran in my entire life. And (laughs) I know. And the thing is, is you might be like, okay, this bitch is crazy. I'm not, like, one of those girlies who's, like, always been a runner, like, I went through a running phase for a little bit. I stopped. But in the past two years, I have not been running that much. But I've built up, like, so many miles in preparation for this marathon. When I signed up for the marathon, I wasn't sure I was going to be able to do it. I'm now super confident I'm going to be able to do it, okay? I still have, like, 16 weeks to go. No, it's not 16. Yeah, it's, like, 16 weeks to go 
Uh, so I really am very confident that I'm going to be able to achieve my goal of finishing the marathon. That was like the one goal. But I think I'm going to burn through my other goal, which is like sub six hours. But I think it just shows you that with consistency and just not giving up on yourself too soon, you can do crazy things. Because if I had like in that first week been like, oh, my God, no, I'm never going to be able to do this. I might as well just fucking give up. And I gave up to, yeah. on myself too soon. I don't think I'd be running a marathon in three months. So you can do crazy things if you keep at it, even if you're bad at it at first. That is very true. Also, we're short. Like, that's the main thing about running. Like, I tried track. Uh, mm-hmm. When you're short and you're chasing, you ever do that game in track where you're like with four people and you're essentially chasing the person at the, at the front? It's like a cat and mouse yeah. game. When the person in the front has way longer legs than you have, God, uh, that's not vibes. Running as a short person. <laughs> I got little, my legs are a foot tall. Like I'm yeah. joke, maybe two, yeah. maybe less than two feet for sure. <laughs> maybe I got like 18 inches worth of legs. So I have like short little strides. So those are the vibes. <laughs> I know those are the vibes, but I'm feeling very strong right now, which is really cool. I also, bro, I was like, I can't do this marathon. I'm fucking old. I'm going to blow my fucking back out in like a not fun way. (laughs) And not the way I want it. And not in the fun way. Not (laughs) in the fun way. But your body gets stronger. Yeah. As you slowly increase. So that's what I did on my New Year's Eve. I ran five fucking miles. So starting the year strong. Super strong. You know, I would say, like, the overall vibe of this new year is giving. It's giving good. The last few days of 2022, like, I think made up for a lot of things. We got karma just doing its thing, baby. Andrew Chate, taken care of by life. Yeah. That fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know, but we talked about this, like, this was <laughs> in, like, episode 80-something. Like, we've been We're up, on we, this. Yeah. Remember us talking about how good we are at predictions? <laughs> yeah. I literally, I'm going to have to do a TikTok of my predictions for 2023 because I got a couple. I've mentioned a couple on the podcast already, but I'm going to sum it up in a little TikTok because, and then as the year goes on, we can check them off. That's right. I don't know if uh, the past men in my life are, are are down bad or something, but like I posted a little, a little post that I'm honestly, I meant regarding to Andrew Che uh, that says like karma really been doing its thing lately, but I didn't say to what. And uh, um, some of the friends related to the characters that did me dirty did like my story. And I was like, oh, interesting. I did not mean that. But like, plur, uh, good vibes. <laughs> I meant me. I'm having great karma, great energy right now. So this is this is really working out. Another thing that karma took kind of care of itself. They caught the Idaho, Idaho murder uh, killer. Which Yeah, we haven't talked about this We yet. haven't talked about this, but it's very hot of the press with Washingtonians, especially people that went to WSU, because the killer was from WSU, but also because the people that were murdered were going to U of I, which is only seven minutes away from our university. Um, it is it, the neighboring it, town. It's truly really, really sad. I really like... And scary. Scary. Um, so basically four students were murdered. They found the murderer, but that's really fucking sad, like sad on a level that I can't even express in words. And I'm happy at least that there's a little bit of resolution so people don't have to be scared um, mm-hmm. about having a serial killer on the loose. Yes, because to give you kind of like a setting, like our college town, people didn't always lock their doors. It was like, it's literally, you're living with like other college students. And for the most part, you feel like generally like somebody isn't going to come murder you in your sleep, which is like literally exactly what happened. 
So I think it made a lot of people feel really vulnerable. And I something that I uh, I was talking to one of my friends about, I was like, what did Wazoo release, right? Like as their statement. Because anytime there's a scandal, especially, I don't know about other universities, but specifically our university, these fucking motherfuckers, like, I don't know who their lawyer is, but I feel like if, like, I I was their lawyer, the only thing that they keep saying is don't make a statement. (laughs) Their statement is always, my my condolences, what a terrible circumstances. Mm -hmm. And that is, for verbatim, that's pretty much the statement that they didn't release. Yeah. (laughs) And this dude was a TA. I mean, it was kind of obviously like I've woken up in Idaho more times than I can count. It's very close. And her four year situation ship. My four year situation ship. He went to U of I. She I went to on, Wazoo. I went to Wazoo. It was long distance, even though it was seven minutes away. Star-crust lovers type you know. of deal. Yeah. But. That was really freaky deaky just because that's really scary. I mean, we mm-hmm. not that it could have been us, but like I saw myself and those girls coming home from a night going out. They got tacos beforehand. Like that's kind of me and Berenice's MO for a night out. It's really sad. Yeah. But the but murderer did has get been caught. Found. Thank God. I, I guess uh, he was in class uh, after the murders, but whatever. We'll see how this all pans out. Crazy, crazy stuff. Well. Shall we begin the episode? Uh, let's get to the, the, the... Let's get to the juice juice. I mean, all the episode we're really talking about today is the start of this year. 2020... Bye 2022. Hello 2023. Hello 2023. All right, let's do it. episode we're gonna be talking about some of the things we're leaving behind in 2022 and some also of our new year's resolution slash intentions leaving behind in 2022 i'll start off well just want to say i for just like kind of a cute little moment for me i listened back to our old episodes about 2022 and 2021 this is our third time talking about the new year which is so freaky <laughs> Do you remember we were what just you ready to? We were ready to get the fuck out of yeah. <laughs> Do you remember what you said last year? Oh God, I don't know, <laughs> but like it was probably like I'm so hopeful it's gonna be the best year ever. You were like I'm over this situation ship that I'm in. I cut things. <laughs> oh my God, when I tell you, you want an update on that? Like I, I actually thought about that. I was like, damn, a year later, and I'm still dealing with this bullshit. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the thing is, I really, tr- I really did it though. I really did cut it. I really did do that. Did I accidentally falter back into it after some events upset me that were unrelated? Yeah, but however, we're still we're right back to that point of cutting it <laughs> off. We we did it. We did it. We stay. We stayed. We stayed. Stay strong. Stay strong. It it is difficult to cut things when you're. you have friends involved you know like yeah it's okay but it'll be fine it's it's over it's wraps it doesn't even matter it doesn't matter that was 2021 we don't need to bring it in 2022 it it was so last year but i actually think what's funny is that i did spend every major holiday with this person my birthday christmas new year's day (laughs) major holiday my birthday (laughs) (laughs) 
most important holiday of the fucking year. That is my major holiday. I, I get it, not? Me too. That's like a personal major holiday. That's funny. I think Damn. I sound happier this year, so that's like that's good, right? Like I feel like overall, I think you are happier. This I am year. happier for sure, but I it's funny that I sound happier to me. Like I'm like, damn, she sounds like I was like, do I sound that sad all the fucking time? Goddamn! But I was listening to 2021 me on what she wanted to leave behind, and like now I want to leave behind like perfectionism. Ooh, I feel okay. like. And this is a quote, I think I've talked about this on an episode before, but there's a quote by Ira Glass, who is the creator of This American Life, which is a podcast. And he says, like, as an artist and as a creator, there when you first start out, like, you might have a taste that supersedes your ability. Like, for instance, my favorite movie this year is Everything Everywhere All at Once. If I were to write a new movie or if I was going to write a script, it's probably not going to be as good as what I value as good art. But if you give up there, then you'll never get to, like, the great and to the taste of what you like. And I feel like I really don't put things out or don't do things because I don't like it or I don't think it's good enough. And that kind of, like, stops my creative process. So I'm just focusing on doing without the intention of perfect. I like that. Yeah. And I think that that kind of, like, I can I can relate to that. It goes kind of a lot with, like, choosing to do things out of just, like, fun and, like, self-expression rather than, like, yeah, aiming to have that end-all be-all and being brave with, like, what you like. Like, this year I started posting, or I guess last year, I started posting videos of me dancing with a light-up whip. Have I ever thought that I would do that? No, I have never in my life thought that I would do that. But honestly, like, it's been cool. And I did see that it inspired other people to get one. And like, when I dance with it, like, I feel good about myself and I feel good about my body. And like, I feel sexy. And other people were literally like, that's the energy that it kind of like radiates. And they want to feel that way, too. And I'm like, you should get one. Like, you should try it out. Girl, so, I've been thinking about getting one too. You've inspired yeah, you me. Yeah, you should get one. You should get one. It's really fun. I did. I I did hit myself in the face. I don't know if you can literally see it, but I did give myself a black eye. But that was because I was I did it wrongly, not because it's dangerous. <laughs> okay, but we live and we learn. <laughs> yeah, you know, I you know I tried to hoop. I think Ooh. I think a hoop has a harder learning curve than the whip. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like, I mean, you're posting in general and just posting content that you like is like so inspiring to me. So I'm sure it's inspiring to other people. And if other people think like it's lame, honestly, who cares? Yeah. It's so easy to hate and be a fucking hater. It's the easiest thing that you can do. But you get to live rent free in other people's thoughts. So like, I don't know. Thanks for the views. Like, goodbye. <laughs> but goodbye. You know how many people yeah. that they, you want to know something kind of funny is like if you don't post on TikTok, you might not know that your profile views are on, right? Because you don't have to check because nobody checks your shit because you don't post anything. Yeah. Um. So you guys, you might want to check that because I can definitely see how many times you see my profile. Um. And some of you are are, are obsessed with me. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Well. <laughs> You know, what's funny is that I posted for, you know, we've been posting for the podcast on TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. And I am i don't know if this is a hateful comment, but uh, it said that I, that some, one of us looks like a Roblox character. Oh, a Minecraft character. Minecraft character. 
I don't know if that's an like I literally sat and I kind of started laughing at myself because I was like, I'm not old enough to fully comprehend if that is an insult or a comment. And I just thought it was fucking hilarious because like based off of the person's like username, I was like, I think this is like a 16 year old boy. So I'm going to let the insult or compliment slide. But the fact that I had to like try to do a deep dive on if it was a compliment or an insult just made me fucking laugh and realize like I honestly shouldn't even care either way. But it was so funny to me that I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so fucking old. I don't understand this insult. And obviously that's not really a good roast or insult if the other person can't interpret it. So I'm not going to lie. I wanted to be like, which one, like which character I kind of want to see. Like maybe I do look like that. I don't know. That's. <laughs> I'll claim that identity. I don't do not care. I love hate stuff. Like I've been getting I've been I've been getting some hate stuff on my TikTok. Really? And I was like, yes. Well, because usually here's the thing. For you to vividly write a comment on somebody's shit, you've either seen it a lot of times and you disagree with their point of view until you say something, or you just like want to be a troll. Either of those things, when you comment it, you're working my algorithm, which means that you're hyping up my my videos because and in the EDM community, that's even better because one second you get a one hateful comment, you know how many people are going to become for you and how many people are going to be in the offset. Don't listen to that person. You are beautiful. Blah, 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 blah. And then they'll come for that person. I just think like, that's amazing. Keep hating. Literally, keep hating. Stack it up. I, now, maybe we should ask which character. I am really intrigued. <laughs> I'm probably after this, I'm going to go comment, see if we can get a little yeah. reply back. Or maybe after a week, they're like, oh, sorry. They can <laughs> they come on the podcast. Little... They can yeah. come on the podcast. They can explain their thinking. Uh, maybe we can talk about Minecraft. <laughs> so, yes, uh, letting go of perfectionism. One of mine is uh, <laughs> no more people pleasing, which I guess kind of goes along with it. I think it's like really hard to people please, right? Like, Anything that you do, if you are constantly thinking about how other people are going to take it or how you're going to be perceived, you're going to, it's going to affect your, your actions and how you, and the things that you want to do. And I think something that moving to New York, I obviously wanted friends and I wanted people to like me and I wanted people to, I mean, overall, I want to give people like a positive I want to be a positive person mm-hmm. but I think like there were some points where like I I did things so that people would like still like me I deal with a lot of situations that I was like well I'm gonna deal with this with so much grace that people you know are gonna see that and and overall it is a good thing to deal things with grace just for yourself but it came to the point where I, I felt like I was compromising how I felt in order to make things easier for everybody than like me just expressing how I feel and letting people see how I feel. So now I'm the opposite. Now I'm ready to be the most difficult person you've ever met. Like if you upset me and I, yeah, I can probably act like it doesn't matter. But if it matters to me and if the people around me care about me and they know that that matters to me, then there shouldn't be an issue. So I'm not about to be less to make some like people's life easier for the sake of my feelings. <laughs> Let's be difficult this year. Let's make it really difficult for people to be around us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no people pleasing can apply to a lot of things. Um mm-hmm. I think I think that I went through a phase this year where like I think I was getting a little overwhelmed with some of my family and I feel like ultimately the decision that like I made for myself was the best decision and I think it kind of made me realize like okay sometimes it's okay to try it your way and do what's best for you and then fucking 
reevaluate later on. And I feel like it's so hard when it's your family to like say no to things or like if you're not interested in doing something or something a certain way, it's so hard to say no. So I feel like I've been working on that on like, I don't know, just creating better boundaries with my family and not always saying yes, even when I don't want to do things. I think that's something I want to continue slash like, you know, leave behind is that like getting overwhelmed with not pleasing somebody by not doing something a certain way because let me just say this nobody else in my fucking family does that I think it's an only (laughs) sorry I don't mean to like throw people under the bus but I feel like I'm very concerned (laughs) I feel like I'm very concerned with the feelings of others but it's not this is not everybody so I end up with like a lot of responsibilities and things Mm -hmm. that I have to do because no one else steps up to the plate and it's like you know and I was so afraid to say no because it's like I don't want to upset anybody and it's a lot easier if I just do things but also like if I'm the only one that doesn't have boundaries then that doesn't work out um so I think I've been a little bit more firm this year and I'm have to keep on doing that because I think every not that anyone comes from a bad place but trying to please everybody's never gonna work and especially when you have a family of like 50 fucking people and trying to toe the line of being the person in the middle you get pulled in a hundred different directions so I feel like the people pleasing thing really is something I want to continue like not do do me. Yeah. And it's hard. Sometimes it's hard when you are an embedded people pleaser. You can be, I think there's a difference between kindness and people pleasing. Uh, for example, I was coming back from Philadelphia and I took the train, I took the Amtrak. I got there early because I know that hella people want a window seat. Personally, I was hungover on my last brain cell. I wanted a window seat. So I got there early. There comes two people super late in the train and they go to the person in front of me who also has a window seat and they're like, yo, can we get the seat? She says no. Like, can you move back? No. And then they ask me. And the thing is, prior to moving to New York, there's a lot of instances that I have felt this way. I would have said probably yes, you know, so they could sit together. But I was like, no. And I still felt bad about it. I was like, I'm sorry. And then I was like, bitch, why are you apologizing? (laughs) And then you know what? This nasty lady said to me, she tried to comfort me. She was like, well, it's either about being nice or not. And I was like, bitch. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, lady, I could right now tell you yes or no. You're not being nice by asking. You're not being nice. Bitch, goodbye. It's not about being nice. You should have gotten here hours earlier if you wanted a fucking window seat. It's not about being nice. Like, let's let's not confuse a favor with just kindness okay those are two different fucking things. yeah come on also this is new york get your shit together <laughs> this ain't gonna fly <laughs> no one cares okay another one and this also comes from my trip is that i experienced something really bizarre when i was leaving the festival and it was people with canisters of nitrogen like the big like you know when they like yeah. fill up helium balloons but with nitrogen and they would fill up balloons because those are like whippets, right? right. Uh, essentially, that cuts of oxygen from your brain and it makes it tickle. That's what you're doing. So I just saw this phenomenon that I had never seen before. It was a hustle. Like these people were calling them cold ones and they were going at it. They were like selling them for like five bucks. And I was like, oh, my God. And here, judgment free zone. However, my thing is, <laughs> my thing is, what, but, but. There was balloons everywhere on the ground littering. I don't fuck with that. Two, some people were like falling over and hitting their heads because like obviously some people were coming out of there. They were doing drugs. They were doing whatever. They were drinking and they were hitting these whippets back to fucking back and they were falling over because you're cutting off this air supply from your brain. 
which can lead to you hitting yourself, injuring yourself, etc. Right? Uh, so I am gonna say maybe 2022, let's leave behind whippets, and then maybe just like getting too fucked up in general. <laughs> Maybe, you know, I'll add to this. Let's do our uh, yearly PSA. Uh, young people, the drugs aren't safe. You're not getting what you think you're getting. No. Please be safe. Then, Make no. good conscious Fentanyl choices. Fentanyl is rampant. Xanax is really bad for you. All cons. All cons. And I, I like to out myself. I get too fucked up sometimes too. And that's something I'm trying to control. Okay. Because it's like, it's not cute. It's not cute to be the friend that's too fucked up ever. It's really interesting because it's like dry January. If anyone's doing dry January, bitch, I've been dry for like three months now. I'm very much enjoying it. It's a different speed than I'm used to, uh, <laughs> different speed of life. But bro, I'm just so much. I'm just so uh, I have so much energy. I have like way more bandwidth in my regular life. So if you ever thought about given a break i honestly recommend it if you've never done it because even though it's only been like 90 days of me not drinking bro that's like the longest i've ever gone without not drinking since i started drinking in the 10th grade so i i agree with you and there's nothing the most unattractive than a grown-ass man being like oh my god i got so messed up last night or i'm gonna black out today and i'm like why (laughs) what's going on here why is that the goal obviously i think there's a time and place for everything and you look at stuff differently now that i'm 28 than i did when i was 21 i feel like being grown and getting too drunk like it just it's not as cute when you're like 21 you know like when you're 21 you don't know how to drink you're just drinking okay but it's like now i'm like i have no excuse it's like what's the excuse there is none so i just like i'm like i don't want to go into my 30s like messy depressy yes and it's coming from bitches who are like that just oh for sure (laughs) just saying we're not coming for you we're coming for ourselves (laughs) you know and that's the funny thing about like i don't know like sometimes like i had i have uh people are like you're lame like you're not drinking and i'm like no, it's no. And I, I was been there. Now. Like I've, I've been there, done that. Um, you can only go out to ballad bars so many times. Like there, it's just there. It's not new. It's not fresh. We're doing something yeah. fresh this year, which is maximizing productivity through sobriety. No, I don't fucking know. I'm fucking around. But <laughs> give your give your body a little break. Yeah, we definitely need it. Is there anything else you're leaving behind in 2022? fucking other people's limiting beliefs okay i feel like other people will either hear something as i go into my new year's resolutions maybe this will make more sense but and this can be like a nice transition but sometimes i'll like talk about what i want to do and another person will be like oh my god you know you're so crazy or oh yeah like are you sure like oh how are you gonna do that or I don't know. I've been talking about making more money. And they're like, well, you already make pretty good money. And it's like, no, bitch, but I could be making more. And I feel like so many times, like, I hear, I listen to, I don't let, I don't listen to other people that often, but I feel like I'm going to have to start speaking up to tell people to shut the fuck up. Instead of just not listening to them, be like, bro, your limiting beliefs are so fucking lame. You're boring. Go somewhere else with that shit. Boring. I, I like that. 
I think along those lines, like I've been seeing a lot of, obviously I'm on healing TikTok. Um, <laughs> and there's a lot of judgment with how people feel. And I think that's something I've been like kind of introspective about. It's just like, there isn't really one right way to live life, right? Like you'll have different I, beliefs. Yeah, we wish, right? Because then someone else could have figured right. it out for us. Oh my God, that would be great. And you got to kind of learn what will work for you. And uh, we always say like healing isn't linear. Do what you need to do for you, even if that doesn't look like what your friend's healing journey looked like. And some people, we need to be in different phases for different times. Like I can tell you, sometimes I forget like I've been in other healing phases and I can recognize those patterns like later on like now I'm like oh my god I totally went through my whole phase when I was healing back then now I'm doing it again but then I realized like oh my god then that means I'm, I'm closer to like the end of like this little like journey I'm going to and some other people are like oh my god like feeling superior because they don't have a whole phase while they're healing at the end of the day, you get to live your own fucking life. <laughs> like, there is no, like, no one that's going to say at the end of the day, oh, my God, you're better because you healed without, like, talking to men while you were healing or talking to women or doing whatever it is the fuck that you want to do. So do whatever works for you as long as you make sure that that's productive and not regressing you in your healing. And then that's teaching you something about yourself and you're looking at yourself with accountability whatever that looks like I think it's okay and you know I feel like a lot of people it's really easy to judge people from the outside looking in so I really take other people's judgment on your journey with such a grain of fucking salt because I was on a hoe phase for like 10 fucking years okay and (laughs) was it the best time probably not I don't think I ever have to do that again uh logistically I don't think it would work But from the outside looking in, a lot of people could have said a lot of different things, but they never had to, like, deal with my life and my life struggle. So, like, when I really would just avoid judging yourself or letting other people's judgments or even people. I think sometimes when you're on social media, people will talk about their own journey and without not on purpose, but will judge other people's journeys based on what Mm -hmm. they've done or what they didn't do. And it's just not helpful. So And I'll also tell you this, people fucking lie, okay? Oh, There's yeah. liars out there that, like, paint this picture of whatever the fuck they're doing. Nobody – people are more likely to tell you all their wins that they are or their fails. So it's hard for people to come out and be like, actually, there was a really dark phase of time where I did all this sketchy stuff, but it was, like, part of how I healed. And I think, like, yo, if you don't want to share that, that's okay. But, like, it's okay to also not feel shame for doing that. I just feel like there's so m- there's still so much shame – regarding like sex and especially like with women like I I still know so many people that are like well I'm kind of going through a whole whole phase but like I feel like that's wrong like I feel like that's not productive bitch do whatever you want fuck 10 dudes fuck 15 whatever if that that makes you feel good and you feel empowered by that that's okay oh be safe you know (laughs) wear condoms you know men are raggedy As we said, syphilis is on the rise. (laughs) I mean, I think that's, I was going to say like another kind of thing about when you said that like people don't, like they share their wins and maybe not everything that goes on behind it. I also feel like with New Year's resolutions, like obviously I, we do this every year and I'm I'm pretty sure people can tell that we don't have it all together. We're pretty transparent. So I don't think people... Yo, you think they can tell? Yeah, yeah, I think they could fucking tell um, that 
we don't have it all together. So I don't think like this is very, you know, hurtful. But, you know, some people, they have the capacity to have New Year's resolutions in a way that other people fucking don't, you know? And I always like feel like if you want to have a New Year's resolution, fucking fine do it do it but if you don't want to fuck it who cares like some of us are just trying to fucking survive and i'm totally okay with that i just like sharing these because i think that our resolutions seem way more fucking based than other people no i'm just joking we're not trying to sell you anything so this is just like how we're feeling and our intentions and like on social media there's people everyone's got little codes in their bios you know you gotta be fucking careful with what people are trying to sell you 100% it's all capitalism baby I did see a video and and I think I like the leaving behind in 2022 because I saw a video recently that was like the reason why a lot of new year's resolutions don't work is because people are going against like how the seasons are working right so it's like if you think about winter you're like ending you want to be home you're it's the time to let go of things and then when you think about spring that's the time to begin things And I had never really like thought about that. But like psychologically, that makes a lot of sense because I have way more energy during like the springtime. I'm like ready to take on new challenges. There's sun, like everything about my mood is ready to begin something and to start something. And in the winter, I'm kind of like trying to sit, relax. I'm with my thoughts. So thinking about those things that we want to get rid of rather than like so many things we want to take on, because sometimes I can be so overwhelming. And I think that's another reason why a lot of New Year's resolutions don't work. You're giving yourself like 15, 20 goals to do in one year. That's a lot. I think that's why maybe intentions just work a little better because it's like, what's the vibe? The vibe. What's the (laughs) vibe? All right. Well, let's get into the second half. What is your vibe, girl? My vibe is no bullshit. If you're not being productive, be gone, wench. Like, I... Like, I just, I could die tomorrow, okay? And I'm sitting here and I'm just taking bullshit. But there's so many people that will come into your life and they just have their own cycle of literally nothing productive. And it's very evident and it is draining. And I think you just have to let that go. It's a no bullshit year. If you're not being productive in my life, if you're not helping me have peace, if you're not helping me reach my goals, if you're not providing anything of value, I think it's okay to just say, I'm not taking the bullshit this year. You could you could do that with somebody else. <laughs> Goodbye. Ayo. What about you? I'm gonna do a couple bucket list items, okay? I feel like I've had okay. some things on my bucket list since the seventh, the, literally the seventh fucking grade. And not huge unattainable things, but I, COVID put a lot of people's year on hold. And then a lot of people restarted and were just right back where they started. I was taking a little little warm-up, you know? I did a couple warm-up laps. Yeah. But now yeah. I'm kind of, like, ready to go full-fledged into it. The big the big ones, which I've been talking about, I'm running this motherfucking marathon, all things oh, be yeah, damned, okay? 100%. And 16 weeks away, I've had a marathon on my bucket list, I think, since the ninth grade, which is 2009, now that I'm thinking about this out loud, which is crazy. It's 2023. That's 15 years almost. Uh, So I'm going to fucking do it. And the other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to motherfucking, I'm going to get to Thailand. I'm going to Thailand this year. It's been on my bucket list since the seventh grade. So I'm going to take a big trip and I'm going to run a marathon. 
and I'm that's that I just want to get a couple big bucket list things on. I want to do some things that I've been meaning to do but put off because like it's not the right time or I don't have enough money. I think a lot of mine are time. I feel like I have this perception that I don't have any time and I just got to make time. The time yeah. isn't just going to fucking show up in my life to do it. I have to carve it out and like make the intention to do it. So with running, I've just been doing it regardless of whether I want to do it or not. You know what I'm saying? Like just making the time to do it instead of like waking up and trying to decide if I'm going to do it, <laughs> waking up and saying yeah. when I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I think there's a difference when you give yourself like an out of like, oh, well, I don't really feel like it today. You're not always going to fucking feel like it. So no, I'm doing this goddamn marathon. I don't care if I have to drag myself across the fucking finish line. I'm going to fucking do it. And then I can be one of those girlies who <laughs> who never shuts the fuck up about the time well, that she ran a marathon. We're doing it for clout. <laughs> I honestly, I was like, I probably should start recording this about like I, I'm. You're gonna see some TikTok content about this marathon running because it is something cool that I'm doing that I feel like might inspire somebody else. Because I'm not the type of I'm not the. I literally was running like maybe once a week before this, so. I really I like that. Yeah. It's a bucket do list, it. baby. Do it big. I might start with that with a half marathon. It seems a little daunting, but I like the vibes. I, I'm I'm with you. I'm a supporter. I'm a believer. I'll watch those TikToks. Get it. Yeah. Get it. Get it. Get it. Yeah, along the same lines, I think uh I realize that like there's really two things like I'm passionate about, and it's like obviously like creating like anything like art related and people. Like those are like main things that I think I have passion for. So this year I really want to give 100% to my passions. And that goes with being a good friend, meeting people, connecting with people uh, without obviously with the no bullshit thing that I think that comes as like a boundary Mm -hmm. since I'm giving myself the ability and the intention of giving people my time. I also want to set some boundaries and also just like a kind of full send on like the things that I really enjoy without an angle. Like I feel like obviously being in New York and being a little lonely, I have seeked, I guess like partners as like a comfort where I feel like friends and like making connections with more people and communities. I feel like that could bring me the same cell, same kind of like sense of like safety and comfort and security that one person could provide for me. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like sometimes I feel like it's so focused on like what one person can do than rather is like, well, this year I'm more about like, let me build some community and let me create art and let me put the time on myself and the things that I want to make. Like, obviously I want to work for myself and I want to create a business that's intentional and that's not like, we talk a lot about capitalism also on this podcast, which we hate, but also we're all part of the system. So how can I be part of the system, work for myself, but also be productive in society and build community while doing it? So that is what my intention for is this year. It, I don't have like a certain way that it's supposed to look like, but if I wake up every day and I'm giving 100% to being creative, to building community and dedicated to building a business, like I want to see where that leads me. I love that. I'm I'm also starting a business this year. I've been working. I've had a couple times off of a couple times, a couple weeks off. I've had a couple weeks off and thinking about like what my life I want, blah, 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 what I want in my life. <laughs> and one of my biggest things is that I've always wanted to work for myself just so that I 
I don't, I can make more, I have more autonomy in the decisions that happen with my life. Um, I think a one really thing about working in a company is, is you're so far away from the person that is making decisions about your life that it can find, it can be like, it just feels, it makes you feel small, right? Because you feel like you don't have control in a way. Uh, and so that's something I'm working on. And with that, I want a quarter of a million dollars this year. Okay. How I'm going to get that. <laughs> I'll tell you once I get there, okay? <laughs> I'm manifesting of a quarter of a million dollars. I'm with it, bitch. I'm with it. I'm right here for it. You I, know. Yeah. We gotta we gotta get you some funds so you can come visit me. Yeah, look, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> I just say a quarter of a million dollars because you know, you shoot for the stars, you come short, you land on the moon, okay? Or I, it's I the like other way around. You know, know what right. I'm saying? You could aim higher. You aim know high. I mean? And then if you come a little short, yeah. you know, I don't want to say, I want to make $10 this year. And then I do it. And then it's like, okay, well, fuck. But now I want to just. I did it. Yeah, I yeah. did it. I want to shoot really high. Something almost unattainable. That's going to need like a life change because I, that's not going to happen on its fucking own. And. Is that very true? Y- you know, because I want to. Yeah. Anyways, manifesting a quarter <laughs> of a million dollars. I see it in my bank account. I see it. <laughs> I need it. I need it. And I'm sure it'll show up in my account tomorrow. No, it's going to take a lot of hard work, but. (laughs) You get scammed. (laughs) Bro, there's so many scams on the internet. It's literally astonishing. But. It really is. It's funny because I feel like a lot of people get a quarter of a million dollars from scamming, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I just got to run a good scam, right? No, just joking. I'm (laughs) going to get this legitimate ways. Anyways. word yeah 2023 baby this year's all about positive energy all right (laughs) it's always about positive energy i'm trying to put out positive energy i would say if i had any recommendations about new year's resolutions or intentions it's like find out your why why you want to do something and then just come back to that but take little steps i'm a little steps kind of gal my first step is getting to bed on time i have this false sense of I'm the most productive at nighttime. I'm the most productive at 5 mm. fucking a.m. when I can't sleep. That's just not true. No, that's you <laughs> manic. Yeah, that's mania. <laughs> Literally, I, I, I don't want to talk about it. I do feel like I, I do have like some level of like mania that goes on because i literally will stay up till 3 a.m making business plans for like a week straight and then i don't know but i've been trying to commit to going to <laughs> followed by an impressive episode. yeah i mean whatever <laughs> fuck bro it's okay we're in the same boat <laughs> I don't, anyways, uh, so my little step, the little thing I'm going to focus on is not staying up late watching Love After Lockup, which has been my new obsession. I need to go to bed. So if you see me active on TikTok at 3 a.m., message me, DM me and say, you need to be asleep. So that's the first step I'm taking is going to bed <laughs> and hopefully this quarter of a million dollars will follow that. But we got to go to bed on time. I love that. <laughs> so everyone think about your first step. Baron, you say what's your first step to make sure all these intentions come through. <sighs> Shit. <laughs> you know, I think like I already took them. Like 
Ooh, I look think, at her. Yeah. My, my end of 2022, like, honestly, my little everything that kind of occurred in 2022 that was negative, I think really built me to, I don't know, like who I am. Like, I used to be sad about, like, losing part of myself where I felt like was like this hopeful, more like naive, innocent human being. But now that I've arrived to where I am now, I'm like, couldn't be me. I I feel like I have a good, I'm in a good place. I don't feel attached to anything or anyone negatively. Uh, and I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like I feel positive. I, I feel good. I feel like good things are coming. I think that good things are coming for good people. I think that I don't know. I just, I have a good feeling. I do too. And yeah. And I, I really like detoxed a lot of negative things from my life. And I feel like all that's left is just like me to put in some work. So yeah, I, I'm ready to put in some work. I've been starting with ideas. I've been making things every day. I've been pushing myself to do things I, I don't necessarily want to do because not every day I wake up ready to fucking conquer, you know, like <laughs> that's, that's just not the reality of the situation. But if I get one thing done in my gram scheme of things if I post one TikTok about my art or if I do one thing or if I make one friend like I'm good with that she's already laid the groundwork now she's got to do one thing a day one at least one thing a day and we'll be good that's it, That's the baby. That is it. That is it. All right, everybody. I hope you have a fantastic start of the year. Um, you know, keep your head up. If you're going through a rough time, good things are coming. I I know it. <laughs> good things are coming. We got for it, us. everyone. Plugs <laughs> yeah. of the week. All right, for my plug of the week, I'm shouting out Casa Musa which is New York-based, but they do have a website at casamusa.com. That's C-A-S-A-M-U-Z-A.com. Really cute clothing. Honestly, it's giving kind of like Burning Man vibes. They also have some crystals for my crystal girlies. Uh, Overall, like very edgy, but also a little bit like boho. So definitely check them out. And it's Latina owned. She's Puerto Rican. She's a really cool gal we met. Um, he has a boutique here in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. All right. So that's the episode of this week. If you guys could please do us a really solid, huge favor and go ahead and share this podcast as well as rate it five stars, as well as write a review. It helps us out immensely. And also, if you want to help contribute to uh, our podcast by following us on social media, you can find the podcast at thanks the number for your concern. And I'm at Ella Ella Tudor. And I'm at Bernice ADSM. Toodles! Bye! Ilya Meli.